It's your boy. It's the kid. One half appears coming at you. And uh, I was such a boomer last week. I like misplaced my reading glasses or some shit. I thought, I thought last week was the 13th. Actually, it's this week. And really, I'm the only one that cares because I probably have some adult onset OCD that definitely hasn't been treated, nor have I told anyone about it. And uh, I'm probably just going to bury it deep inside. We repress these things as men. It's what we do. But I'm excited. I had Matt on again this week, and uh, we chopped it up, as the kids say. Bunch of different topics. In general, I feel like people, it's in our nature. We have to thrive in chaos at this point. Because we cannot just chill the fuck out for a week. Of course, in typical fashion, we're going to touch on all of it. Wasn't all terrible though, right? The sun was out a little. A little. Not a lot, but a little. And uh, your boy's looking at houses. First adult purchase. As renowned visionaries and scholars, Kanye West, Walt Disney have said, America's for sale, baby. So I'm trying to buy a little chunk of it. By the time my hair falls out, right, I want this thing to blow up. And I want to be sitting on an acre with a fucking Toro, zero-G fucking sit-down nice lawnmower. That's what I need. That's what I'm striving for. That's what I crave. Doge help, though. Little chump change. Throw it in the pocket for the summer. And uh, yeah, me and the lady are looking at houses. Um, you know, Doge came through, helped the boy out. I know I said I'm out on Doge, but I still have a little, I have a little bit. I have a little bit of the Doge still. Um, I'm dabbling. Elon again tweeted about it. Hashtag hold, you know? Um, so we'll see. It, it, it's fun. It Hopefully will be a good summer. Things are opening up. How so was the was job? Annoying. How was the job hunt been? Have you found anything? I applied for a couple of places in Binghamton. Matt's a free agent. All right. So look on LinkedIn and fucking get it together, buddy, because he is an all-star, at least all-star level profile from what I've seen. What is it when you I've endorsed some of your skills? Yes. So I put my neck on the line for this jabroni. Okay. So you should as well. Uh, <sighs> what else we got? So I had a bunch of stuff. I had Alex Smith retires. There's been mass, a, a couple mass shootings. Um, Alden Smith, the every the NFL fucking wonder boy that they consistently put on their pages that gets arrested was, three times. Yeah, this guy. Look at the comeback story. Like comeback season. It's like no, he beat the shit out of another woman and was on the run and got arrested by police. Uh, Big UFC the, fight card tonight. Got some yep. bets in. Uh, who did you bet on? Let me pull up my list here that I sent to you. Yeah, hold on. We can touch on it in a second. Let's see. I also have EDP445. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a big guy on YouTube. Uh, It's going to be a temple topic this week. He got canceled for being a pedophile. Oh, good. Um, Jake Paul, his fight with fat Ben Askren. Uh, Zion Williams got his first signature shoe. Why don't we start there? Let me pull up an article. Make it off. Also, LOL at Aubrey Hoff tweeting at LeBron. Matt, obviously, you know, he he comes to the table with a fresh perspective, and I asked him to bring a list of topics, and his first topic 
he he had to touch on LeBron James. So what did you want to what did you want to speak to here about what happened this past week? Well, we had another police shooting uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Really, that is surprise in America. In America, okay. From what I understand as well, she was 16 years old. So this is somebody that was a minor. Um, not a not a great situation for anybody involved. I mean, kind of messy to begin with uh, from any context. This occurred, from what I understand, in Columbus, Ohio. So kind of a shithole. Um, if you're from Ohio, I'm sorry, but I've been to Cleveland. It's kind of nice, like downtown. They have the queue. Cleveland is awful. Well, first of all, I'm a Pittsburgh guy, so... I kind of have to say Cleveland sucks, but it really does suck. It's a shithole. Uh, Columbus, nice area, though. I lived there for a year. Nice now, place. It's because of the university, but honestly, though, Ohio overall, Cincinnati as well is nice from what I understand. But you're talking about two individual cities, uh, and nobody you know, nobody even cares. Like If you asked a random person in Connecticut, you're like, hey, buddy, he has like an AirPod in. He's like, what? You'd be like, yo, what is the most populous city? What is the best city? in Ohio, like he would not say Columbus. He probably doesn't even know that that's the capital of Ohio, which it is, right? Indeed it is. Yeah, there you go. I'm spitting facts right now. So, unfortunately, in this city that Matt contends is nice, cops occasionally kill LeBron James, who also is from Ohio, Akron area, I believe, which is another shithole. Um, Definite shithole in that And it's almost Canada at that point, you know? So it's like there's two beefs there. You got an American shithole beef, and then you also got, you know, you're brushing up against Canadian type stuff here, buddy. You know, and I'm not into that, right? We don't like Canada. Um, And he was quick to jump all over this officer. So do you want to explain kind of the context of what happened to where, you know, police get called and then this girl whose name is Makia Bryant, correct? Uh, sure, we'll go with that. I, I okay. don't know if I could pronounce her name. Okay. I think I did a good job of doing that as well. So police got a call and he showed up. We already got a got a little tussle going on. Makia or whatever the fuck her name is. Shoves a girl to the ground and then goes over to another girl and says, I believe the quote is, I'm going to fucking stab you, bitch. <laughs> while brandishing a knife, pushes her up against a vehicle with said knife. Okay, hold on. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I mean, he's yes. not exaggerating. She. What is the quote one more time? I'm going to fucking stab you, you bitch. Like they knew she had a knife. So he knew he's coming in hot, like G.I. Joe. Literally Mr. hot. I think this all happened within like 20 seconds after and he arrived. So she's brandishing the knife she threatens the other girl she's underage herself threatening another another uh, black girl who also is underage and he shoots her yeah she's got her pushed up against the vehicle and has the knife in her right hand pointed at her looks like literally looks like she's about to stab her and he fired i believe it was four shots at her subsequently killing her did he kill or injure anybody else no Damn. Which good on him to Damn. because the other girl was right behind her, so you get one stray bullet. Yeah, when you said four, I was like, that seems like too too many. But if he didn't injure or hurt anybody else, I mean that guy's literally like I mean, that's goat. Like you're the goat. 
You know, if that dude's single, he's going to the local watering hole and he's just flex. Like that's all I would do is like all those divorced moms, little flex, little cranberry vodka action, little chicken tendy appetizer type basket. And then I'm getting in her basket. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hello, world. So, again, I'm being a boomer. Had to bring Mac back. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Had to bring Matt back. And I know he's a man of the people. Despite the fact that he had a very good dinner that he was cooking, slaving over, some would say. I interrupted it because this show is growing. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Subscribe five stars. And he understands you know, what we're on the verge of here. We're about to go international. Speaking of international, I don't really have a good segue, actually. What's up, Matt? What up? Let's do that again. Yeah, let's just run it back. Um, I don't even know if we actually got to this from the first one because we rambled again for so long, but Zion... We did not. I'm not watching the NBA. Have you watched any basketball games this year? God, no. I've never watched watched the NBA. I haven't watched a single one. And honestly, with millennials, I feel like the basketball love is kind of the trajectory of it is trending towards like skewing towards NASCAR and a lot of those other sports that never really got the love in the early 2000s. Hey, Talladega was on today. Great race. Hit the winner. Kislowski, God bless, led one lap and it was on the last one. Thank you for the money. So what did he, what did he pull? Like, was he kind of in the lead or at least close to it? Like you said, he was uh, close. He almost got taken out earlier by Logano. Fucking God damn it. He took out like half the guys I bet on, but those guys really got beef. You know, like, is it, is it a couple guys that, you know, specifically that have issues or like this guy wrecked this guy. And is that a thing or is it kind of just overblown? And that's more of like early two thousands. Uh, it's definitely a thing, but I don't think it happens as much as it used to, but it is pretty cool. Joey Logano flew through the air today, like out of the car. No, but he uh, went upside down. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, Ricky Bobby. I'm flying through the air right now. This ain't good. Did he get out of the car and run around as if he was naked and on fire as well? Or uh, He did not. Okay. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. So you are our NASCAR correspondent, so thank you for bringing in that excellent news and breakdown. Um, it was great news since I hit my bet, so. I'll always share that. Zion is the face of the NBA, some would say. Although, again, it is a dying league. And he got his first shoe, which seems to be happening. I feel like a few years ago, there was a trend where like everybody and their aunt was getting a shoe. Like a swing, like a swing 3 and D guy on a non-playoff team like got a shoe, like Evan Fournier or somebody. It's like, what are we, what are we doing? Like maybe I'll buy it, you know, but like this is this should be reserved for the elite, you peasant. You know, like you're not drafted top ten. You're not putting up thirty a night. You don't get a shoe. Shaquille O'Neal's shoe failed. So the idea that Zion's potentially will do great, I'm not buying it. However, it dropped this past week. He signed with Jordan. And it's pretty funny because when I think of Zion, one of the things I think of is his shoe exploding. Do you remember that? Oh, 100%. Against North Carolina, it was in like, what, the first five minutes of the game? It w- Yeah, so he couldn't even make it to halftime in the ACC tournament. So big-time game on ESPN. 
probably got over a million viewers, you know, rated well, his shoe just exploded. So, you know, whatever small, you know, child labor that was assigned to that specific shoe, you know, he didn't necessarily, maybe he did do his job actually, you know, Zion is a freak, the force, the power, the explosion. He's basically been 270 pounds since he was 11 years old and uh, he's just Carolina thick, you know, which is different. Imagine him on the football field too, bro. Like you might've picked the wrong sport. He could easily be a tight end. Now, what do you think about these shoes, the Zion one? I think they're fucking ugly. Do you like them? Um, I don't love them, but I don't hate them. They're a lot better than Steph Curry's Under Armour shoes. So there you go. So to the casual fans here, it looks like they'll at least be able to be competitive, you know, on the end cap, on the wall, wherever they're sold. Um, I guess I wish them nothing but the best. Considering the fact that Carmelo's shoes didn't succeed, I don't expect a lot. And again, the league is whack. Nobody watches the NBA. It's whack. Like golf is better. Hockey's better. NASCAR's better. College lacrosse, if you can gamble on it, is probably, excuse me. College lacrosse, if you can gamble on it, is probably better as well. I mean, honestly, like Matt, you would bet on that, right? Like, be honest. If it was a big time game, probably like national championship. I'd hit Dude, you're telling up. me Pitt is in the ACC tournament for lacrosse. You're not betting every game. Give me a break. No, because they don't have a lacrosse team. But if they did. If they did, probably. Okay. Got a sports well, team. You heard it here first. Hail to the pit. I feel like we haven't said that in like a week. I'm not even from pit. And honestly, I don't really root for you guys either when you're on the television. So, Yeah, but you got AD, so you got to love pit. Yeah, but he assaults people. Allegedly. Now, Dana White. The UFC extraordinaire, commissioner of the league, really one of the most impressive people from a sport management perspective, really studying that for my college, seeing him grow the league, grow the organization from like Clay Guida and Ken Shamrock and weird dudes, you know, wrestling in someone's garage in San Antonio to selling out arenas and being a big deal. Um, He's always hated boxing, though. There's always been a beef there, which I don't really understand. I guess they're just supposed to hate each other. Um, maybe someone like did the other one's line at a bathroom in Vegas once. I could see something petty like that happening. Wouldn't surprise me. And Dana White came out and he spoke on the fact that he didn't believe the numbers that were reported from the Jake Paul and Ben Askren fight. Uh, we can touch on that. The fight was, what, a minute long. And I think the real loser of the Askren fight overall was anybody that bought that pay-per-view because Ben Askren was 38 pounds overweight. He had tits. He looked pre-diabetic and he got slapped around and he fell over. Took his 500k. I mean, good for him, right? At a certain point. That's the American dream. I can't hate on it. Um, You know, not the most glorious, not the most honorable you could say. Jake Paul, though, really good ambassador, I think, at least for himself and his brand and what he was able to do as a YouTube kind of retard millennial, I think he's born in like 98 having the impact. He is connecting these fights, putting a card together. It's still overall impressive. Um, Jay Paul actually as well was at UFC 261, which was last night in Jacksonville, Florida headlined by Masvidal Usman too. Um, and he actually got into the face of Daniel Cormier 
Cormier is a commentator, right, for the UFC now at this point? He's retired, right? He's not fighting. Yeah, he's he's retired. He's commentating now alongside Joe Rogan and whatever that guy's name is that mainly does the play-by-play. Yeah, the guy that got rid of that they never should have that used to be with Joe Rogan from like 2017 to 2008. The really good. They had a good, it was a good duet there. You know, a lot of, uh, I can think of iconic moments. Fucking Chuck Liddell knocking out some other boomer. But yeah, so he got in his face, really connecting, really making some more drama uh, for Jake Paul potentially lining something up for himself with another UFC fighter. He's a rather big dude. He can cut weight. Clearly he's proven that. So he has the ability to really throw hands with anybody. And I think he's put, I think he has pointed out one of the Diaz brothers as his next victim. Um, let's see. I don't think they give a specific number in this article, but yeah, I, I honestly like, were you surprised by the outcome of the fight? Uh, no, because he's getting handpicked opponents. He fought a guy from the UFC, which is great and all, but there's a huge difference between not only MMA and boxing, but the style of, I guess you can say, boxing and MMA is way off from what you'd normally learn if you were strictly training for boxing. Like, it's not there. Now, did you watch any of the card? Did you buy the pay-per-view for UFC 261 as itself? Um, it was in Jacksonville, as I mentioned. It was the first event. Really cool that had a sold-out crowd because Florida's got DeSantis, who's a Chad. Really just allows people to do what they want. And uh, <laughs> I missed it. You know, I missed the crowd. I missed... I mean, the baseball you're seeing a little bit with the Texas Rangers and some different organizations. Um, but a lot of these events, really half of what the electricity really is outside of these supreme athletes running around is me being drunk, yelling in unison with some dude, you know, at the same time, at a triple play, at a home run, at a knockout, whatever it is. The crowd is just as much, just as important sometimes at the event as, you know, the participants. And it was dope watching that card. Um, Masvidal is one of my favorite guys. He's had a late rise. He's 36 years old, which, you know, if you think about his trajectory, it could make some sense. He he was an OG in those original YouTube videos fighting in Florida with Kimbo Slice as a young buck. And that was a long time ago, bro. That was like grainy 2009 YouTube. You ever seen those OG Kimbo Slice videos? Yeah, RIP Kimbo. Who didn't? Yeah, I think Especially in our age bracket. Correct. Every millennial or anybody really that, you know, their genitals still operate remembers Kimbo. Yeah, like you said, RIP to the king. And I think he really died over some stupid stuff from a lot of steroids or Yeah, it was bad. He went out late. He had a fight right before he died. And I don't even I think he was gassed. He was just like like that was it. Like he probably died during that fight. Like that was what put him over the edge. But again, Mazudal 36, right? Kind of at the end of his career, you could say. And uh, he did not look very good. Looking to stand up with Usman, who really can do everything. But the one thing he can't do, stand in that pocket and take shots with Usman, who's just physically much superior. Probably the most superior person in that entire division. 
probably in any organization and in the entire world. And uh, he just absolutely slapped and slept Masvidal, put him in the shadow realm. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of memes. Maybe we'll even make the thumbnail of this episode that I thought it was very exciting. I thought Dana White after the after the event, really with the presser and how he operated, how he put everything together was impressive as well. And I'm looking forward to some more fights and I'm looking forward to some more events with UFC, with some live crowd. Having some drunk boomers there, like, dude, that really makes a lot. Like when I'm watching those videos, when I'm watching the recaps and that hit, that leg kick in the uh, in the female uh, title title uh, fight, like when those things happen and the crowd, like when you're doing it, I'm sorry, like when you're doing it in a gym, like in Nevada somewhere, and there's 11 people, and you hear the either person's corner just being like, "Yeah, throw the jab." Good job, Jimmy. Shoot the elbow. And then they just end the fight. Like, that's not exciting, bro. Like, I'd rather just not watch or not spend the $60 that I'm sure this pay-per-view cost. Um, overall, though, like I said, exciting. You're a UFC overboxing guy overall, though, right? I mean, where do you stand in the eternal uh, kind of back and forth? Um, I actually enjoy boxing more. Cause I've watched it longer, but fair UFC That's is fair. still exciting to watch. Um, the, the gripe I have about UFC and it might be because I was always a boxing guy is I hate the fights that are between two grapplers and all they're doing is holding each other the whole time. Like I want to see people trying to get knocked out, dude. Thank you. So I was just going to say that I think, the UFC has a much lower floor. Like bad UFC is, yeah, two Brazilian dudes rolling around wrestling, not throwing hands, perhaps even avoiding each other in the ring. It's terrible. Whereas boxing, inherently, the sport itself, you got to stand in there and throw hands. Like it's going to be exciting. Striking overall is the best part of any combat sport. That's what I'm there for, bro. I'm not into the, oh, he got top guard. Okay, now he's, oh, wow, he almost had a choke there. Wow, did you see how he almost had a choke there, Jim? It's like, this is not what I'm into, okay? I'm into, you know, oh, my God, the combinations, McGregor, a lot of these different fighters, too. It's almost analogous with the popular ones always having the ability to stand on their feet and absolutely slap dudes around like they owe him money. I mean, speaking of Alden Smith, eternal NFL journeyman, Former NFL comeback season, I'm pretty sure they've tried to make this guy a thing. They've tried to make him a good person. They put him in even almost a State Farm commercial. I want to say that. If not, it might be like Liberty, you know, that one. My dude is slaying in insurance. He's corporatized. He's back. He was off. He was in a rehab. He did get a DWI. But that was the old Alden. At least that's what we thought. He had a rebound season this past year with the Dallas Cowboys, had six and a half sacks, and he signed a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks. Everything was looking up for my boy. But uh, you know, looking at the article I sent to Matt here in the Discord chat, it's got a mugshot. And our boy Alden look, he looks terrible. I mean, first things first. He knows he fucked is, up. Yeah, his his hairline's atrocious. 
as Matt is alluding to, the guilt. He has overwhelming guilt in his eyes. Um, you know, as I said as well, the mask. I mean, come on, dude. What kind of what kind of model are you setting for American children? Specifically in disenfranchised communities. When you're out here in public, on camera, without a mask on Alden, what the fuck is that about? And might I say also, Alden is the antithesis of a name for somebody, for the person I'm looking at right here. Dude, when I think Alden, I think of a nerd. I think of somebody that is into Magic the Gathering, somebody that perhaps looks on eBay for that elusive Black Lotus card. Shout out Glenn. Shout out all those Magic the Gathering nerds. I'm with you. Part of me is a nerd. I'm into that shit. And uh, Alden isn't that. Alden is a thug. This is his fourth arrest, I believe. And this was for battery in St. Bernard Parish, Louisiana. Second degree specifically. Do you know the difference? I think that means, I don't know. We even know what that means. His sec- second degree is bad, right? Yeah, it's not ideal. You don't want that. Now, this is the same parish where Steven Seagal is a sheriff. So he might, he might get a, you know, he might get a little fucking, uh, yeah, you know, something a little, a little chop, a little something to the neck. You know, he might get a little extracurricular and I'm there. I'm for that. Steven Seagal is a God, right? I mean, this is an American icon. This is a true, uh, a true giver of justice. Somebody that can handle Alden six foot six, 270 pounds, which honestly, every single athlete I know, Gets off these cases. Despite all the mounting evidence for Deshaun Watson, I expect the same. We're probably going to see it for Alden. The sheriff's office, excuse me, the sheriff's office booked Smith on Tuesday and he was later released. So he's already waltzing around slapping other women, probably maskless. Speaking of, we we should probably put some masks on uh, on our mics here. I feel like that's the best thing for us. And that's Probably the best message we could give to our fans moving forward. What do you think, Matt? No, we're not putting masks on our mics because we're not remedial. That's that's not happening. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your use of the word remedial. That was very uh, mature of you. I'm uh, growing up. Really something that Alden Smith wouldn't do. You know, He would have dropped a hard retard right there. I mean, hard. Speaking of hard. And speaking of retard, famous YouTuber, over 2 million subscribers, EDP445, a.k.a. Eat Dat Pussy, is a 450-pound, morbidly obese, mentally ill, bald black man from Bakersfield, California. He is a diehard Eagles fan. Just Google him, right? Big memes. He's famous on Vine. Also famous on TikTok. That's how big this guy is, right? This dude is generational. And uh, this past week, his real name is Bryant Moreland. That is a great name, speaking of. That is somebody who instills confidence, right? But Bryant has deleted all of his videos from his platform. Again, 2 million subscribers. After he was caught on video allegedly trying to meet a supposed 13-year-old, 13-year-old girl online, a Chris Hansen-style YouTube vigilante Got him on video, basically lured him in, was a decoy, catfished the boy, and uh, yeah, caught him in 4K. It was super embarrassing. 
There's a 50-minute expose on YouTube. This article's from The Daily Dot. And it's kind of embarrassing to even look at because I just remember watching it for the first time like three days ago. And I cringed so hard. My body, it crumpled inside it. I was compacting myself like carbon into a diamond. Like I'm still not the same. I think I lost an eighth of an inch. It was really bad. And the idea that these people, I was subscribed to them. I might still be actually. I should probably undo that. Um, and this is not the first time, right? So a lot of these instances, these personalities and these these predators, dude, it's a numbers game. Just like a dude when you're single, you know, I'm throwing it out there, right? It's It's not necessarily about a specific one. It's about getting the right one and vibing with them and He's doing that too. Oh, okay, EDP, good shit, Brian. Except he's doing it with middle schoolers. I never understood that. Even in high school, dude, I'm sure you had a similar experience where that dude with the chin strap, the fake diamond earrings and the Honda Accord with the subs in the back would pick up some girl that's like 16. It's like, why? You know? like, Have you ever experienced that where it's like, you know, that awkward college dude who's getting his uh, graduate degree is diddling some middle schooler. Yeah, I got a question. What does the 445 mean from his name? I don't necessarily know. I, I know thought what the EDP it, is. Now, I thought it was his birthday or something, but he is 30 years old. Despite his weight, teeth, face, hair, lack of hair, Overall build, demeanor, attitude, cardio, everything involved. Is that his weight? He is only 30. It might be his weight. Um, The only appearance he's had publicly since getting caught this past week was a 90-second, roughly, rant. He went live on YouTube, and he said, quote, every single video I'll be deleting on my main channel. So if you guys want to sit back and download your favorite fucking videos, this is your fucking chance. Moreland, obviously Bryant, EDP, has not said anything more publicly about his interactions with Sophie, the catfished girl. In a since-deleted video, though, he says he wouldn't throw his life away, quote-unquote, for a girl who hasn't even heard of the Pythagorean theorem. He also said that that bitch don't even have hair on her blank and also can't count to 100. Despite that, he sent pictures of his titties. You know, he was he was beating his dick in a flashlight, doing some of this shit. And uh, also, I'm, I'm going to throw you a little twist here, a little Shyamalan twist here, Matt. I sent a link in the Discord chat, right, for this article, for this video. You see the large, burly, redheaded man that is accosting our uh, our friend EDP here? Yes, I do. Now... In a twist of the century, yesterday or Friday, evidence came out canceling that man for also being a weird, perverted, potential child predator, as well as devout racist. So everybody involved in this entire saga has basically been canceled or at least has their... uh, as their character absolutely destroyed, their credibility is gone, all sponsorship removed, their life's over. Um, he, specifically as himself, outside of catching EDP, 
right? You think that's a good task. He was caught soliciting photos and videos from a 13-year-old. So I guess 13 is the lucky age for these guys. And 13 uh, is the lucky number. Also went on Instagram Live and you know said the N-word with a hard R like multiple times. And it, there, there's no, no context. Like, that. His friends weren't even laughing. It's like this. And then like the video just ends abruptly. It has like 11 views. It's like, why? Right? No need. Sir, settle down. Okay. Thirdly, I guess the last straw, really, the overall kind of thing that makes him cancelable is he live streamed inside of a store, accosting random MILFs, basically young moms with children. And he would ask them specifically if they had similar things in their shopping cart because he himself had a toddler that he had chained up in the basement and that he was giving this D and he doesn't mean the vitamin to. So, and it, again, cringy, not funny, and just making people uncomfortable while they're getting their cold cuts. I don't like the guy. I like EDP. Hopefully, I think the EDP shit's fake, and I would like to divert all this negative attention and energy onto this redheaded weirdo. Fuck you, bro. How about that? That's a hot take. Um, and that's really the last thing we had to talk about. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead and, uh, you know, you got anything you wanted to touch on before we skedaddle? I mean, that's just a bad situation overall. You can't, you can't be trying to book you book your ticket to Epstein Island here. Yeah, he got caught in 4K. It's 2021, buddy. Like, get with it, right? I mean, every iPhone has 4K now, so it's pretty hard to hide that. I don't think mine does. Okay, I'm not on your level. And stop right, rubbing well, it in my face because, frankly, it's annoying. How about that? Be a real millennial. I am inherently. No, we're just gonna we're just gonna hope for a good week here with some bets. Pirates are up to five hundred. I only got forty eight wins to go to hit the uh, over for their win total that I put some money on. So we're inching closer. Atta boy, baby, baseball is rolling. That's pretty much it. Like I said, we had a crazy week. We're on Apple Podcasts, five star subscribe. We're on Spotify. Just play it out. Me and Matt, we're coming together here. I think we're going to hit our groove. We're learning together. Again, thanks for rocking with us. If you're listening to it at this point, we love you. Shout out Matt's dog. Shout out my dog. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Last quick topic I wanted to get in the NFL draft is allowing people to hug. Roger Goodell is fully vaccinated and the traditional media show kind of circus that it is is going to partake different draft eligible candidates have already gotten their kind of invites and they're going to be there live in the green room for the highs for the lows baby aaron Rodgers, spiky hair flip phone suicidal you know dropping from pick one to 24 i'm for it and uh we're gonna get some more of that this year although the awkward virtual stuff bill belichick's dog literally drafting in the third and fourth round for the organization of the New England Patriots. It was adorable one, two, efficient, I guess. A little weird. Also, Mike Vrabel defecating with the door open on ESPN, live television, children watching. Weird vibes, but I like it. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that. And that is again next week. Probably going to have a special show for that. 
I can't help it. I love the draft. My inner little fringe autism gets going. The little engine that can. And uh, I watch every pick. Maybe we'll be live on Twitch for it. That might be the move. Maybe we do that. I'm asking a lot of myself and uh, coming through. It's nice. We'll step the show up. We're going to keep growing. As I mentioned, if you're listening, I love you. We'll be talking to you next week. Peace, people.